Rule number one, don't lose money. Rule number two, don't forget rule number one, said Mr. Warren Buffett. What he meant is protect the money you have. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Learn to Invest podcast with your host, Bearded Investor. Once again, for those who are just finding this podcast, a quick intro. This podcast is where I am going to show you the path you need to take before you start investing. I'm going to show you that by simplifying the investing related topics and give you a structured step-by-step process for you to start investing. If you are new and found this episode for the first time and started here, then stop immediately. Start from the first episode and read the blog in my website beardedinvestor.com as this podcast and my website follows a structure which I have put together specifically for you to follow in order. In this week's episode, we are going to talk about risk. For pretty much majority of us like to talk about making money and enjoy the rush we get from talking about money. On the other hand, risk is always talking about losing money and that's why it is considered as an uninteresting part of investing. But all of you who think this way, let me tell you one thing. We are not investors, we are risk managers. We manage the risk so that our reward is more than the losses we make. Before I go into this topic, of course, as usual, a small request. If you like this podcast, head over to your podcast app and leave a review so that this podcast can reach as much people as it can. Okay, let's talk about risk. When it comes to risk, we are generally aware that there are risks involved in investing. It is also well advertised by everyone. We know that we are bound to lose money if we are not careful. Even when being careful, we can actually lose money. So can we really mitigate all the risk of investing by being careful? The honest answer is no, we can't. When it comes to risk, the important word to remember is mitigate. We can never say avoid because at any circumstance, no one can avoid all the risk involved. They can only mitigate the risk to a certain extent. This means the risk is still there but controlled. So essentially, you haven't eliminated the risk involved at all. So what are the different types of risk? There are three different types of risk which I think you should be aware of. One, market risk. Two, liquidity risk. Three, default risk. There are other types of risk involved in investing, but I think these three are the most important ones. First and foremost is market risk. Markets are either going up or going down, but never static whether it is a stock market or real estate or whichever market the investment is bought and sold, there is always some movement. So for an investor, market going down by a significant amount is a risk in general terms. But not all will perceive this risk in the same way. Say if you are a new investor and you have a long-term horizon and it is going to be a while before you're ready to retire, then your risk appetite is going to be high. You may not be concerned with the market downturn. Instead, you will be willing to invest more money. So this risk does not affect the new investor. But some new investors are so naive that they still lose money. Why? Because they buy the wrong companies in the downturn. They have not done much research as to what companies are good and what is bad. They only see how much a company has fallen from its high and expect it to go to the same highs again. 
but these companies may not recover at all. They are rather likely to fall even further, so the new investor may lose money even when they might be thinking they have bought it so cheap. On the other hand, a new investor may not know much about market cycles and how the market reacts to news. They can be waiting for a long time, thinking the market will go down further, only to see the market recover while they are waiting in the sidelines. This is an opportunity cost where the investor could have made money but did not because of the fear of taking action. So how a new investor can mitigate this risk? Simple, they have to learn about investing and learn how to find the good companies and so on. Or they could invest in funds rather than individual companies. The likelihood of collective market recovery is more than the recovery of one or two companies they have handpicked. And for those who are struggling to take action, they can invest half the money they want to invest when the market shows some sign of recovery. And if it goes down again, they can invest more at a later stage. If the market goes up on the other hand, then they can wait for the next opportunity to get in. From my point of view, new investors always have it easy, at least when it comes to market risk. But if you are a short-term investor or an investor who is about to retire, these downturns are the worst nightmare for you. These type of investors will be needing the money in a few years or even months time. When the market has taken its turn, these investors may have to crystallize their losses and take a hit to their investment. So what can a short-term or about-to-retire investor can do about this? They can prepare for these downturn by hedging their investments against safe haven assets like bonds and gold, at least in good time, or moving these investments out of the risky assets to a less risky asset portfolio when they are approaching retirement or closer to cashing out. This is the reality of this risk. But many investors unfortunately don't want to admit to their mistake of not preparing for this risk. Instead, they blame the market. Okay, so this is market risk. But there is one risk which not many think about, especially new investors. This is liquidity risk. Liquidity means how easy it is to buy or sell an investment. Say you own shares of a small company which has gone up quite a lot in share price. When you want to sell these shares, you may not be able to sell the shares for the price you see. Because if you hold a lot of these shares, then there may not be buyers willing to buy at that price. So essentially, you may get a lot less profit than you originally thought you were making. It's even worse when you're making a loss, because if you want to get rid of the shares in a hurry, then you'll be making even more bigger loss. Remember, until you sell the shares, the profit or loss you made is just paper profit or paper loss. It doesn't exist. This is a risk not many pay attention to. This risk exists in all different types of investments, especially in the stock market. In the stock market, the risk mainly exists on the small and microcap companies. So how can you avoid getting caught by this risk? If you are going to invest, to be on the safe side, invest in the companies which is well known, or the companies which has enough average volume traded on a daily basis, or invest only a small amount in these small companies. The lucrative nature of these small companies doesn't mean you have to go all in. Invest small amount so your exposure to these companies are small and the risk is also small. Then the next thing you can do is check the normal market size or exchange market size for the company you are thinking to buy. 
This is the number of shares a market maker are obliged to fulfill with the price they quote in their site. So essentially, you can mitigate this risk by low exposure and checking the market size. But there is one risk you cannot mitigate unless you are being super careful. Having said that, you can still lose all of your money even being super careful. This risk is default risk. Default risk is where the companies go bust. The companies can go bust for many reasons. But one obvious reason is that their products are going obsolete or business model may not be viable anymore. Like BlackBerry, for example. BlackBerry did not foresee the touch for market and they did not adapt very quickly. So creative destruction made the company lose its market share. Other reason a company can go bankrupt is due to financial fraud. This seems to happen quite a lot lately, where the company's executive seems to mishandle the money and cook the books in such a way, even the auditors fail to find these companies' wrongdoings. What can you do about this risk? You can watch out for the signs of the company's competition to see what they're doing differently uh, to the company you have invested in. And for fraud risk, you literally can't do anything about it. But some claim they would have foreseen this by looking into the financial statements, but in reality, they didn't and you can't either. It is just an unfortunate event. No one can escape from this risk. And that's why I personally invest only a certain percentage of my portfolio into a single company. Because even if they go completely bankrupt, my loss would still be limited and I won't lose my entire savings. There are many more risks involved in investing, but the three mentioned are very common and that's why I specifically wanted you to know about them. You always have to have these type of risk in the back of your mind so that you will not invest the money you can't afford to lose. Whenever you're thinking about investing, remember these statements. Markets can go down any time and my investments can go down with it. I may not be able to sell the investments as quickly as I think I can. And the company I own shares can go bankrupt any time. By having these statements in the back of your mind, you will critically assess the investments you hold and any small negative signs there may be, you will not neglect them. So watch out for these risks. That brings us to the end of the episode, but not to the topic, because there are more information you need to learn about this topic from my blog post in my website beardedinvestor.com. Read all those points and make sure that risk is embedded in your DNA when it comes to investing. So once you read the blog, you are fully set to go to the next step. Well, the next step is rather a question to you. That is, are you really ready to invest? Yes, I'm really going to ask you that question with a series of questions, of course, in my next week's episode and in my blog. You have to be honest with yourself when you answer me this question because this honest answer may save you from gambling or any wrongdoing. Until then, remember, you learn, plan, and then you execute. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good day, and I will see you guys next week. A short message for you. All investments carry some kind of risk. Just because an investment or strategy suggested in this podcast worked in the past doesn't mean it will work in the future. Investing can make you lose all the money you invested and even some time by trading or investing with the wrong product can result in loss more than you have originally invested. 
So before you make any investment decisions, you should do your own due diligence or consult a professional. I do not know your financial situation, so opinion I give may not even apply to you. So your actions are your responsibility and not mine. I am not liable for your mistakes. I would advise you to read and understand the full disclaimer in my website bearedinvestor.com. Good luck and thank you again for listening.